1: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. For the ones who
2: work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
3: All right, news roundup information over there. If I had any of the, the talent. Of, uh, this this guy has no energy. Wow. It's just like, wow, it's mind numbing. You know, let's go back to the, he gets a question, a young person, it should be, you know, passionate answers here. And he's like, yeah, move up.
4: And I would like to know what will your administration do to help them give them that chance? Thank you.
3: Move it up here. You know, you know, uh. This is too hard to answer. Anyway, uh, joining us now is uh, the number one show on the Fox Business Network, our sister station uh, from the Fox News channel. Uh, and that's Lou Dobbs with us. He has a brand new book out. It's called The Trump Century, How Our President Changed the Course of History Forever and uh, just came out. And uh, anyway, the great Lou Dobbs, sir, it's been a while. Welcome back. And I don't see that uh, Joe has. He seems weak, frail, and well, let's just say, very confused and confounded. Or as O'Reilly said, befuddled.
5: Uh, uh, Befuddled. That's a big O'Reilly word, isn't it? Uh, Sean, it's great to be with you, and you couldn't be more right. Uh, The man is. He's confused. He's crazed. He is absent, uh, even when present. It is, to me, uh, the great mystery is how the Democrats despite all of their delusions uh, and, and the madness and, and the hate of the party, how could they in any way put this man forward to be a presidential nominee to contend with the likes of President Donald Trump? It's just mind-boggling to think they would have that kind of arrogance, that temerity, or that simple lack of judgment. It is. It should be an indictment against every Democrat who supports this nominee and the radical Dem party.
3: You know, it's I'm I'm watching all of this unfold. And, you know, I took issue big time with Biden, you know, today and yesterday on, for example, COVID through late March, (laughs) starting the day after the travel ban, which was 10 days after the first identified case of Corona, Lou Dobbs. I mean, nobody thought that that was a good decision in terms of it's not necessary now, but the president taking it seriously with his actions I mean you know this is the whole thing in the Bob Woodward book of course I don't want to down. I want to downplay it to the American people what he's saying is obvious it's clear it's unambiguous that I don't want to create fear and panic unnecessarily with the American people and you know I upplayed it meaning by my actions he contradicted himself no because the travel ban 10 days after the first identified case of corona means he took it as seriously as you can followed with the first quarantine in over 50 years and the subsequent travel bans but you know for over two months Joe Biden was out there calling it hysterical xenophobia and, and fear mongering
5: you're right and, and racist of course uh th- to think that the, the, the Joe Biden, a wing of the Democratic Party, which is now left wing extremist, uh, could even pretend that they knew what they were doing in January of 2020 is is r- ridiculous on its face. This is the president to remind everybody he is the man who said we're putting a travel ban uh, against China in place. He was called, as you said, xenophobic, racist, et cetera, et cetera, the usual name-calling from the left, because they didn't think it was a big deal. All of the people, including Biden, who didn't think it was a big deal in January, are now saying the president should have thought it was an even bigger deal. Uh, They're hypocritical. Uh, They're liars. They haven't got a basic uh, sense of integrity whatsoever on anything that has to do with this president or, or this country. They're anti-America. They are anti—you can call them never Trumps, Trumpers. They're never Americans. That's what they are, and that is exactly what they're going to contend with at the polls.
3: It's one of the—I'll tell you China, what frightens you know. me the most, and and people are going to criticize you for for saying that about people, and you know it, but you don't care. So I'm, you know, I'm, I, I'm, but I but this is, I say it differently than you because I don't know what it is. There's something about Donald Trump. He lives in their head and and it's every second it's every minute it's every hour it's of every day they hate this man the forces are aligned and what really is so stunning to me is that the the biggest travesty in this is there's no truth anymore there's no so-called journalism that's long dead gone and buried and they're willing to accept an america where it's okay to abuse power where you take on breathtaking hypocrisy and a double standard You know, how how do why wouldn't the media or Democrats care that Hillary Clinton paid for a dirty Russian dossier and that dossier that not only unverified, they said it was verified to, to FISA court four times. They spied for a year on a candidate, a transition team deep into the Trump presidency. And they don't not care. And the mob, they write all the lies and the opposite. Of what the truth was and they never they're they're willing dupes and accomplices in this fraud that frightens me because the truth is now destroyed in the process yeah they're
5: i think they're more than that sean the fact is that the 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 democratic party has become the party of hate Uh, there's nothing uh subconscious or unconscious about their motivation they mean to take power in the united states they have worked for four years to block the candidacy of donald trump to stop his election that failed then they wanted to overthrow his presidency and every effort uh, that they have made of any significance has been in that direction to overthrow him this is not just simply never trumpism this is not simply uh, trump uh, delusion syndrome these are venal evil people who mean to work against the government of the United States, to deny our heritage, to deny our history, uh, and to turn this country upside down, so they can create a new country.
3: Uh, we have 47 thing, uh, days, Lou Dobbs, until the next election. How do you see this playing out? Cause by, because because here, by, and I want to say this before you tell me. Sure. Uh, my attitude right. is you got to you got to play this like you're six points down. You have two minutes left in the game. You have no timeouts. You're on your own 20. you got to march down the field 80 yards, cross the plane, kick the extra point. That's the only way you're going to win. That's how. That's the urgency you need in this campaign, in my view. How do you see it playing out?
5: Oh, I think the urgency is absolutely
3: right, Sean. I mean, the Horowitz report took forever, and I'll tell you who I'm mm-hmm. blaming at this point is John Durham. You know, Horowitz yeah, well, should not have taken that long. He had 600 employees. Durham has an army of employees yeah and it should never have taken this long especially the the evidence yeah. the low-hanging fruit of evidence yeah. that's overwhelming and incontrovertible
5: look you and i know john john solomon uh other uh, intrepid journalists have handed uh, devin nunes they've all handed uh john durham and bill bill barr i this thing on the on a platter They didn't need a year and a half. You and I both know that this Justice Department is where truth has gone to die die for years now, thanks to Barack Obama. But it hasn't changed under this president and this attorney general. And that is what he is running against right now is a is a deep state, a a interagency, a permanent bureaucracy that insists on controlling government. And they are they still have sufficient control that they can deny an investigation of the greatest political scandal in this country's history, the attempted overthrow of President Trump. And I, by the way, how do I think this is going to play out? I think the American people are now wise to it, and I think he is going to win, and I think he will win big.
3: Listen, from your lips, Lou, to God's ears, uh, I will tell you, I do think this president has an army behind him. I think the enthusiasm is there. I don't think he's a president that you can poll accurately. You see the people, I, I mean, look at the people in Wisconsin. They've been camped out for days. It's like they're tailgating at a football game and having the time of their life and people are engaged in their passion. And I don't know anybody passionate about Joe Biden do you?
5: No. And I love the fact the other day he's waving at an empty uh, tarmac uh, to
3: the uh, a cornfield the crowd.
5: <laughs> it was a he, cornfield, and, Lou. And, and Joe and Biden shows up for a motorcade, and there are three cars in it. They're going to have a parade for her. Three cars. Uh, that's that's the level of intensity. The Biden actually, has.
3: I think there was a total of twenty. To be fair, but you know, listen, let's not quibble over three, the amount there of were cars. Three in the- you see, but look that's at scribble. look at the there boat parades. The that's <laughs> the boat parade that has thousands of boats just you know spontaneously, seemingly just you know happening all over Florida, all South over, Carolina, all, all over the, the country, all over the country. So you really think your level of confidence that he gets reelected is what
5: high, very high. The American people aren't dumb enough to put a person who can who knows neither where he is nor where he's going into the Oval Office. The Democrats should be ashamed of themselves and the American people are about to explain to uh, to the Democratic Party that they will not be insulted by such a nominee. L- Lou
3: Dobbs, I don't know, maybe it's an Irish thing, but I just I'm always waiting for the next bomb to drop on my head in life. Yeah. And I I just until I hear the words, we can now project Donald J. Trump has been reelected the forty fifth president. I'm just I'm just going with my analogy. Two minute drill, you gotta cross the plane and kick the extra point. Stay with us, Lou Dobbs. He's got a brand new book out. It's the Trump Century, How Our President Changed the Course of History Forever. Amazon.com, Hannity.com,
0: and soon in bookstores everywhere. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more.
3: continue Lou Dobbs with us he's now written a new book it's called the Trump century how our president changed the course of history forever you know I think we've gotten to a point now we'll find out in 47 short days Lou Dobbs that a president has got to have personality and energy I mean I look at the weak the frail the confused confounded Joe Biden every day. It scares the hell out of me if he's ever president. And I think Ocasio-Cortez told the truth, saying, yeah, we plan on manipulating him if, if he gets elected. So I think that's true. I've got to believe the American people are not going to elect somebody that is this weak physically and this mental. What, what was the line you used? It just it cracked me up earlier. You know, I think you said uh, um, something to the effect that even when he's there, he's not there.
5: Right, uh, he, he's absent even when he's present. Uh, he, the the man is infirm. We know that uh, he is impaired. We know that uh, it, it's it's really embarrassing. Everybody
3: it's, knows it, it and it, only people like you and me talk about it because we're stupid or what?
5: Well, well, because we happen to be Americans, and we know that uh, the last thing that uh, we give up is our our, our freedom and our uh, our rights under the Constitution. Amongst them, uh, our freedom of expression. Because if we can't say honestly that this man is struggling as a candidate, that he cannot put together cogent sentences and paragraphs about important issues uh, as well as just everyday remarks uh, on a tarmac or uh, at at, uh, his home uh, or his basement of his home, uh, it's, it's inconceivable that Americans will vote for him. He is just simply, he's simply not well. And it is a form of elder abuse. I truly believe this, John. I think his family has much to answer for in putting him in this position. I think his friends and certainly the Democratic Party have much to answer for, because in any other circumstance, this would be considered elder abuse uh, by, uh, by law and fact. And, and wouldn't you think their hearts would be compassionate enough for a man they presumably love? Uh, to not put him through this. It's awful to watch. I I don't think you can find many people who can say that I can watch Joe Biden try to hold on to a sentence or a thought for very long without feeling very uh, uncomfortable and yeah. and very s- concerned for
3: it. All right, Lou Dobbs, uh, appreciate it. By the way, his brand new book is uh, now out, The Trump Century, How Our President Changed the Course of History Forever. You can get it, by the way, on Lou Dobbs Shop, one word, dot com, Lou dot com, Hannity dot com. Uh, Mr. Dobbs, sir, thank you for being with us. Always great to have you.
5: Sean, Thanks so much, my friend. I appreciate it.
3: 800 941 Sean Our number, your calls are next.
0: at bp.com slash investing in america
1: discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the capital region turn to for non-stop action all winter long take the excitement of football basketball and hockey to the next level with same game parlays exclusive signature bets odds boost promos and much more plus now you can sign in place bets and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in dc maryland and virginia betmgm and game sense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices please gamble responsibly betmgm.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older to wager washington dc only please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER
4: don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket
3: All right, 25 till the top of the hour. One week from today, Election Day, you are the ultimate jury. Let's go back and do two, play two things for you. Joe Biden, again, no controversy with zero experience. Hunter Biden. And he's asked if Hunter's emails are part of the Russia disinformation campaign, which is the go-to on pretty much everything these days. If uh, If you're guilty of something, just blame Russia. Or if you can't win an election, just blame Russia. Listen.
5: Questions of controversy to about under Biden your son? There is no controversy about my son. It's all a lie. It's a flat lie because the president has nothing else to run on. If you notice, while American people are talking about what's happening to their families, he has no plan. In the debate he has no plan. Everything from the Wall Street Journal every other major news outlet has said what he's saying is simply not true about my son.
4: Do you believe the recent leak of material allegedly from Hunter's computer is part of a Russian disinformation campaign.
5: From what I've read and know, the intelligence community warned the president that Giuliani was being fed disinformation from the Russians. And we also know that Putin is trying very hard to spread disinformation about Joe Biden.
3: Well, the real Russia hoax happened on his watch, which so many people seem to forget, including Hillary's dirty Russian misinformation dossier, uh, followed by that dossier then being used as a bulk of information to acquire four separate FISA court wa- warrants, which we know was done under the pretense of premeditated fraud because they're unverifiable. And even the FBI knew in January of 2017 that Christopher Steele's subsource uh, happened to be a known Russian agent uh, operative for over a decade. And they knew Steele had an agenda. They knew Hillary paid for it. And they kept all that information from the FISA court and then spied on on President Trump's campaign, his transition team and then deep into his presidency. Uh, But the reality is uh, all of these issues involving zero experience Hunter Biden and the billion dollars that Joe leveraged our money uh, to get a prosecutor, Viktor Shokin, fired so zero experience Hunter can make millions in Ukraine happen. We know that there's a wire transfer, three point five million dollars with a Russian oligarch, former first lady of Moscow, There is a wire transfer to Hunter's firm from a a Kazakhstan oligarch. Uh, We know the $1.5 billion Bank of China deal made by 0 experience Hunter 10 days after he flew with his dad on Air Force Two to China. Then there's the $100,000 family shopping spree, courtesy of a Chinese national. Anyway, here, somebody that's been following this uh, probably as closely or, or even more so than us is our colleague over at Fox. Uh, she anchors the morning show on the Fox Business Channel, has her own weekend show on Fox News Channel, also has a brand new book out today, The Cost, Trump, China, and the American Revival. Uh, Maria Baratiromo is with us. Uh, Here we are one week away, Maria, and uh, now they're talking about blaming Russia already.
4: Yeah, it's pretty incredible, Sean. I mean, it just seems to me that the people who defrauded the public the most and committed the most fraud in 2016 are the very same people that want to be back in power. These are the people who abuse the power by turning the apparatus of the U.S. government, the intelligence apparatus, turning that into weapons against the sitting president. These are the same people that abused power in 2016 that I write about in the book. They want to now be back in power.
3: Well, it's not only would they be back in power, it probably would mean only, I guess, because it's taken so long with John Durham, that those that are responsible would never be held accountable. That, that would be a great fear of mine, because then they'll, they'll be emboldened to go even further next time.
4: Well, that is a great fear, and you hope that John Durham is going to do the right thing and ensure that people are held accountable. I can tell you that based on many people that I've spoken with, you've spoken with, I believe there will be indictments after the election. Unfortunately, they did not hold people accountable before the election. And that may very well result in the fact that many Americans still do not understand what truly took place. I mean, I think, you know, a big portion now have a much clearer idea now that we've seen the declassified handwritten notes and the declassified witness testimony. But there's still a big portion of American America that does not understand that this president had a coup against him that you know they used the intelligence agencies that is entrapment and spying and leaking and lying to congress all of these things took place against the sitting president we know what took place we know how they schemed and they cheated but not everybody does so it's unfortunate i hope that we will see accountable fairly, accountability fairly. The,
3: the problem, fairly. Maria, is the media, our so-called colleagues in the media, I call them the mob because they have a mob mentality. Uh, they're 99 percent, pretty much just an extension of all things, radical, democratic, socialist, and, and all things to elect Joe Biden. Uh, they had no desire. I mean, the, the, the breathtaking is hypocrisy. You know, look at the Ukraine impeachment. Okay, they were looking for a quid and a pro and a quo. And you got Joe Biden on tape bragging you have six hours Fire the prosecutor or you're not getting a billion taxpayer dollars. The prosecutor investigating his son who goes on Good Morning America and admits he has no experience. Uh, They didn't care. They didn't care about Russian interference when it came to Hillary Clinton's Russian disinformation dossier. They didn't care about uh, abuse of power corruption as it relates to subpoenaed emails that were deleted and bleach bit and hammers and everything else involved with that. They didn't care about premeditated fraud on a FISA court. They didn't, not one time did any Democrat that I can name say a single word about it. Not one colleague of ours in the media ever reported on any of this. It's never been this corrupt.
4: And they're still not. And we just witnessed that in our faces the other night on 60 Minutes with Leslie Stahl, which was really unfortunate. It was obviously exposing uh, uh, just an uninformed situation there. I mean, that's what that exposed. In, in October of 2020, if you're going to say you can't verify that this president was spied on, well, then you're just uninformed, unfortunately. Look, I think that at this point... Is, it, no, is It's, it's
3: not one to inform... I might be a little meaner than you. It's just willful ignorance... And frankly, they are advancing a political agenda. Leslie Stahl, 60 Minutes, our so-called media colleagues have an agenda. The the press office extension of the Democratic Party.
4: Well... You know, in some corners, I do believe that's true. I, I don't. I didn't. I didn't realize that Leslie was Leslie Stahl was part of it. But this, this really very. It's hard to come to any other conclusion. I, I agree with that. Look, I, I, they won Pulitzer prizes for it, Sean. Right? I mean, they wrote all for being stuff. wrong. They won Pulitzer prizes, so they're sticking to it. They're digging in, and I don't know how you can approach your job as a journalist and not have a burning to tell the truth, to seek the truth. I mean, look, I learned it, understood it, and was seeking the truth. You wanted to seek the truth. That's what we did. Unfortunately, they did not, and they ignored all the other successes that this president has achieved. I mean, Adam Schiff really... Uh, an elected official going on all these TV networks and saying that the president committed collusion and it's in plain sight, and then walking off the TV cameras and going behind closed doors and interviewing 70 witnesses, and every which every one of them, 30 witnesses at a clip, every one of them said, no, we have no evidence of collusion. He gets out of the closed doors, he goes on the set of CNN and MSNBC, and he says collusion is plain sight. That is disgusting. And, you know, this is what we write about in the book, the fact that this president has faced the most resistance that any leader has in all of history. At the same time, he's clocking in win after win, economic policy, foreign policy, keeping promises, creating jobs. I mean, we for the first time in decades, earlier this year before COVID showed up, We actually saw income inequality narrow for the first time in decades. This is what we've been hearing from the left for years. Income inequality. How are you going to move the needle? How are you going to move the needle? Our approach and their approach, meaning, is to just give it away. Give money to people who are on the lower end of the income scale. Donald Trump had a different idea. Open up the spigot of opportunity. Create jobs. Give people all they can, opportunity so that they can work. They can make money on their own. They can work hard and achieve success and make money on their own. That will push wages up, and that's exactly what happened.
0: But, but they, you know. But, he's,
3: but this, but they listen, every institutional force from the media mob, big tech companies, the Democratic establishment, the party establishment, Uh, And even the Republican Party establishment types, rhino Republicans, weak, they're not even really Republicans. They are aligned against this man to defeat him. How do you see this race playing out?
4: Look, frankly, I think I think President Trump is going to get a second term. I think that it's uh, just beyond. Comp- it's just beyond to think about the other side and the crimes that have been committed. I think the American people are onto this, um, and I, and I think you're right in terms of the resistance from all ends of government. But now, at least, you've got those people around him in the Republican Party understanding what he's done, and they are getting behind him now. It's been. It's it, you're right. It's it's really a disgrace that it's taken this long, but. He does have his base now within the Republican Party. And I think that the American people are on to the corruption on the other side. And by the way, I, I, he said the other day he wants con, um, term limits for Congress. I'm all in on that. He's right. The American people need to, under, need to know that the people representing them are actually representing them and not sitting around for 47 years. I mean, look at San Francisco. This is Nancy Pelosi's district. Look at LA and throughout California, Adam Schiff's district. The homelessness problem, the drugs, needles on the floor. San Francisco was a mess when I was there earlier this year in January.
3: We've been sending people out there. Well, hang in there. Uh, Maria Toromo is with us. Her new book is out. We have it on Hannity.com, Amazon.com. Just out today, bookstores everywhere. The Cost, Trump, China, and the American Revival. One week from today is Election Day. We'll get back into the election on the other side. Burgess Owens will join us. And James O'Keefe, Project uh, Veritas, uh, gives us his latest dump, uh, this time, voter fraud in the state of Texas.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the capital region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball and hockey to the next level with same game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos and much more. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts.
6: Oh, oh.
7: O'Reilly Auto Parts.
3: All right, our final moments. Uh, Maria Bartiromo is with us, Fox uh, Business and and Fox News Channel. Your Sunday show, by the way, gets massive ratings uh, on the Fox News Channel. Congratulations, and you have that very successful morning show every day. Uh, It's great that you're on both networks. Uh, Her new book is called "The Cost: Trump, China, and the American Revival." In just a little over a minute that we have left. It really always seems to come down to Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, assuming the president's going to hold North Carolina, Arizona. Your thoughts?
4: Yeah, and I think in those states, you want to really ensure that we're talking about oil and gas and the industry there. You know, you're talking about 10 million jobs in the oil industry. Seven and a half million jobs would be affected if Joe Biden decided to close down fracking. And that's going to be a major issue for the economy because there are a lot of direct as well as indirect jobs that are attached to fracking, whether it's deep, deep drilling or or whether it's the service companies, et cetera. There are all these indirect jobs related to that would be a real major issue for these people and for those communities. I think people in Pennsylvania have been talking a lot about that. I know the president's talking about it. Unfortunately, Joe Biden keeps going back and forth. And we know how Kamala Harris fields, as well as Biden, on uh, fossil fuels. They want to do away with them entirely. That's one of the levers that this president used to really change the story on the economic growth story. It was number yep. one, tax cuts, number two, deregulation, number three, new trade deals, and number four, opening the spigot on energy. It moved the lead needle on economic growth, moved the needle on jobs, and he's promising to do it again in the second term.
3: All right, Maria, congratulations on the book. Uh, Amazon.com, bookstores everywhere. Maria Baratirone Thank you. 800 941 Sean, our number. When we come back, Leo Terrell on the campaign trail for the president. Burgess Owens is surging out in Utah in his quest for the 4th Congressional District out there. We'll talk to him. Quick break. Right back. We'll continue.
0: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and...
1: BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. For the ones who work hard
2: to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile
3: Right, news roundup and information overload hour sean hannity show a lot of news today uh as uh, the president by the way will be holding a virtual i guess rally tonight um if it's happening during hannity we will uh, dip in and out of that we'll be covering it live we'll let you know what time that is all taking place uh pretty interesting after the diagnosis yesterday um you know, one thing that has been a, a, a pretty bizarre phenomenon to me, I, I don't waste a lot of time talking about these the people that thought they were Republican. You know, I got, for example, you have Steve Schmidt, Nicole Wallace. I've known them for years when they were running John McCain's campaign. Um, and when Nicole Wa- uh, Wallace worked for George W. Bush, uh, I knew her then. I have nothing against either one of them. They're allowed to have their own political opinions. Uh, I remember Joe Scarborough when, you know, one day in particular, when the 2000 election took place, calls me. I was walking around my backyard as he's telling me they're stealing this election from George W. Bush. Uh, He claims he's a conservative. Uh, I would beg to differ with that. I think he is not at all. Um, But you have this whole the the Lincoln Project group of people. Um, Everybody's entitled to their own political views. But you're not going to tell me that all of these people that that rage against Trump, and it is rage, that are backing Biden, but yet calling themselves publicly Republicans is believable to me because they're they're now they are now actively going against the single greatest governing conservative we've had in our lifetime. And that being Donald Trump. And they are supporting. Well, let's be honest, the weak. Frail, uh, cognitively compromised Joe Biden, a guy that won't even answer a question about stacking the courts, ending the legislative filibuster, he won't take a stand. Well, the stands that he has taken are what the Bolshevik Bernie manifesto, as we discussed earlier, and and all these other radical stands, and eliminating oil and gas, and the new green deal, and open borders, and amnesty, and we know his weakness on foreign policy i.e. the mullahs in Iran getting $150 billion in cash and other currency and we getting nothing. Um, But that is what would happen if they have their way in just 32 short days. Um, There's actually a book that has now been written about this. I'm going to get to the author in a second here. Um, Because I think it's – I just think it's a critical moment uh, for all of us to ask ask yourself, do you really believe – the, the people when they, when they talk about this. Let's go to, for example, the president talking about mail-in fraud. I don't hear any former Republican speaking out, and I've got to imagine if it was John McCain or Mitt Romney or a more moderate or rhino Republican that they would be feeling this way.
7: This is going to be all over. This is in Virginia. This is in New Jersey. It's a very, very sad thing, and hopefully we can win by a lot, because I have no doubt that they're going to be doing a number. I have no doubt about it. And the press knows that, too. You know, they act so, so sacrosanct. They act, so, oh, it's so terrible. He's talking about our democracy. They know what's going on. It's really a shame. If, if the other side did this, you would see everybody would be arrested, put in jail. You have to see what's going on
3: uh now let's listen to who the people i was talking about these are these are people that identify themselves as republicans but they will buy into the most radical extreme socialist views and ideas that would turn this country on its head if in fact biden bolshevik bernie kamala harris aoc ever get power just listen to them
0: hi everyone it's four o'clock in new America's mad king George woke up to devastating reviews this morning of his latest turn on the world stage at the G7 summit. Donald Trump, I truly believe, doesn't know any better. I truly believe he's the hamburger-eating, Zamboni-riding loon that we see on TV and on Twitter. What we should be doing is shunning these people. Shunning, shaming these people is a statement of moral indignation that these people are not fit for polite society. I think it's absolutely abhorrent
8: that any institution of higher learning, any government news organization or any or, uh, entertainment organization that has a news outlet
2: would hire these people. In every instance, uh, the administration has been found to be lying
3: on all of these issues. They, they couldn't be more vile than if they were monkeys hurling their excrement
1: at each other in a cage.
3: The Republican Party is, as far as I can tell, is, is, is gone, dead and buried. It's probably never coming back. doesn't exist. All right. The party of Trump has to be burnt down. There's a book on it, and I found it fascinating, actually. It's called Disloyal Opposition, uh, how the uh, hashtag Never Trump Right tried and failed to take down the president, Julie Kelly. Uh, thanks for being with us. Well, it, uh, you know, in one sense that they are working probably as hard, if not harder, than the radical Democratic socialist at defeating Donald Trump. I mean, you've got powerful institutional forces, all of the Democratic Party. You've got pretty much all the media, 99 percent. And you've got all of these never Trumpers, the Lincoln Project, the the Joe Scarboroughs, all these, you know, MSDNC, so-called Republicans that aren't Republicans at all. uh, The same people that would urge us, Julie, to suck it up for the good of the party and support the rhino.
9: That's exactly right, Sean, and thank you so much for having me on. It's important that people realize and I, the loop that you're playing of Jennifer Rubin and Nicole Wallace and Max Boot. These people are uh, illusion artists, right? So they can only be valuable or get their gigs on the Washington, at the Washington Post or on MSNBC and CNN, giving this false impression that they are conservatives and Republicans who oppose Donald Trump, and they somehow represent. A large swath of the Republican Party. So they're really fraudsters, but they act in one of the chapters in my book is called Useful Idiots. They act as useful idiots to the left. And it just helps fuel this nonstop uh, campaign crusade against the president. And in the meantime, here they are, as you point out supporting Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They supported Democrats in 2018. They want Democrats to take over every, uh, every branch of government and the courts. They're already preparing to fight the nomination of Amy Coney Barrett. They're really contemptible people. And honestly, I would rather, I will take the left over <laughs> the never Trumpers, because at least with the left and the Democrats, you know who you're dealing with. These people are flat-out frauds, and they are funded, as I point out in my book, not by the right, but by left-wing billionaires who are pouring tons of millions of dollars into their Never Trump projects.
3: Where is all of that money coming from? Because they're spending a lot of money. I, I, I don't really pay as much attention to uh, this because— You know, look, I'll be honest, Julie, I take the opinion if you want to be a never-Trumper and you want to tell everybody you're a Republican, I don't believe you, but, you know, you're free to do and say whatever you want and spend as much money as I guess you can raise. Well, where are they being funded from?
9: Well, as I point out in my book, one of their major funders is a billionaire named Pierre Omidyar. He is the founder of eBay. And he is funding tens of millions of dollars, pouring them into these Never Trump projects, people, groups headed up by folks like Bill Kristol, Evan McMullin. Um, Some people might be hearing about this group called Republican Voters Against Trump. Um, it's funded by Mr. Omidyar, a, an umbrella group of Bill Crystals funded by Omidyar. But uh, the reason why people should pay attention is because they are, for example, spending 8 to $10 million in Florida running ads with Republicans or people who are purported to be Republicans, giving their endorsement for Joe Biden and explaining why Donald Trump is the worst person and he should not be the Republican candidate for president. And so they are going into these swing states, pretending that they are Republicans, putting up people who claim to be Republicans, but their money is coming not from conservatives or Republicans, but from left-wing billionaires who are associated with other billionaires such as Tom Steyer, George Soros. They're all in this operation together. But if you're just an average person who's not obsessing over this and you see these ads running in Ohio or in Florida or Pennsylvania, you're really kind of... Can be left with the impression that there are a lot of Republicans opposed to the president when these are just paid flacks uh, to give voters this fake impression.
3: You know, I, I, it just is amazing to me because I, I I don't believe for a second that they believe uh, in any of this. I, I saw Nicole Wallace i mean it was her and steve schmidt that ultimately made the decision for john with john mccain uh in terms of picking sarah palin and she's trying to do penance and and her deeply she deeply regrets it uh i don't think she should deeply regret anything because governor palin gave john mccain a a boost that he desperately needed and that was he did not have a lot of support within conservative ranks and you know, I, I still believe in my heart he would have been a better president than Obama, just like I think Romney would have been a better president than Obama. But with that said, uh, I don't think any either one of them were particularly strong candidates, especially in 2012. I think we could have won that race.
9: Absolutely right. And how infuriating now to see Mitt Romney turn on the president in so many ways. You know, here's a man who really lost what most of us believed at the time was a winnable race. And now he is turning on the Republican Party who supported him, volunteered for him, donated to his campaign in, you know, helping the left and the Democrats try to take down Donald Trump. And their role was even more insidious. You know, I watch you all the time and am and, and so appreciative for your coverage of the Russian collusion hoax. But these never Trumpers were really the first people to peddle the collusion hoax. And they continued throughout 2016 and all the way through the Mueller report. They just seized on every single little bombshell, lying to the American people and their readers and their listeners and viewers that this was a legitimate crime when they knew that it wasn't. And so they have really acted as an insidious player in this nonstop permanent coup uh, against Donald Trump. But they've not just turned against the president. They've turned against the Republican Party. They've turned against the, the Republican rank and file. And at a you time know, when, You
3: know what my point is? Just stop stop claiming you're a Republican or a conservative. Just stop. Let me just be honest. You're a liberal Democrat. You're supporting a socialist. Well, honestly, you're, you're supporting a weak, frail, cognitively challenged, radical socialist who will probably be controlled by the hardest left uh, leaders in the party.
9: And it's funny, even if you pull up old tweets, say of Rick Wilson, who is now working with Steve Schmidt and others on the Lincoln Project, if you look at his old tweets about Joe Biden, I mean, they're completely 180 degrees, obviously, than what he's saying right now. But, Sean, as I pointed out in my book, and to your point, they're not Republicans or conservatives. Someone like Jen Rubin, who really is one of the more contemptible of the bunch, they have pivoted on every single conservative opinion they ever had, from pro-life to uh, the Second Amendment to climate change, tax cuts, the budget, you name it. There is nothing conservative or Republican about these folks anymore. Um, And it's sort of a shame that these media outlets, and we know why, (laughs) they don't want us on there defending Donald Trump or his agenda or the Republican Party. They want these folks to act as their useful idiots. The big question, Sean, is what happens when Donald Trump is not president anymore? Where does the Jennifer Rubin go? Right, stay or right there.
3: Principal? We we, we got to take a break. We'll come back. Uh, the book is phenomenal. I mean, it's, it's something I've been interested in. I don't spend a lot of time talking about the Never Trumper Crowd because I just don't care about any of them. They mean nothing to me. Disloyal Opposition, How the Never Trump Right Tried, Failed to Take Down the President. And they're, By the way, they're trying hard to do so in 32 days. And as we continue, Julie Kelly is with us talking about the Never Trump Right, a new book, Amazon.com, bookstores everywhere, Disloyal Opposition, How the Never Trump Right Tried and Failed to Take Down the President. Although I, don't, I would argue they're not right. I would argue that they've always been left.
9: That's right. Uh, they, Most of them have been. And they... Continue to, you know, Bill Crystal had that famous tweet right uh, about eight, two years ago where he claimed he had found his inner socialist and found his inner feminist. And it's like, come on, you've had that all along. You just sort of use the Republican Party as your vehicle to fame and attention and power, quite frankly. Um, and so, as I detail in my book, they're not conservatives; they pivoted on every position. Some of them were in on the character assassination of Brett Kavanaugh. Some of them jumped on the social media mob. Again, think about this, Sean. You have pro-life teenagers, right? These are the sort of young people that the conservative movement has claimed to want to raise for the past three decades. Here you have young young people traveling in the dead of winter from Kentucky to Washington, D.C. to take on a social cause. It is wildly unpopular uh, among their, their, their friends, their young friends. But they did so. And then here you had top conservative movement pundits, uh, magazine editors jump on a social media mob against these kids. That, for me, was really a defining moment about their motives, their thought process, and just who these people really are at their core.
3: i got to let you go. It's a great book. Uh, Amazon.com, bookstores everywhere. Disloyal Opposition, How the Never Trump Right Tried, Failed to Take Down the President. Julie, fascinating analysis. I've They, they have puzzled me because <clears throat> the fact they claim something we know is not true is pretty amazing. 800 941 Sean, our toll-free uh, telephone number as we continue.
0: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the capital region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
3: Glad you're with us, 25 till the uh, top of the hour, 800 941 Our number, you want to be a part of the program, lying, hiding Joe Biden. Who takes off the half the month of September in the middle of a presidential campaign? Who takes off five out of six days with 14 days to go? Who does that? There's something that has got to be so deep that is going on here that is and of course the mob the media protecting it all that they just it, if the choice is letting joe go out and do campaigning or hiding joe and hiding joe is the better answer it just scares the crap out of me is what they really know because this is not the way you run a campaign it is not well let me hide in the basement and i'll see you in five days uh i'll put on a lid a lid on everything at 9 30 every morning unbelievable 800-941-SEAN, toll-free telephone number. You want to be a part of the program. One of the more frustrating things is we never got to the bottom of what has happened in 2016, and now we have these big media conglomerates, the media mob themselves, social media tech giants, all trying to censor the Hunter Biden story. Even with all of that, the story is now getting out in terms of, Hunter Biden capitalizing off his father emails now the Biden campaign is not even answering questions. OK, but did Joe get a cut of the money as it relates to Russian oligarchs, Ukrainian oligarchs, uh, Kazakhstan oligarchs, uh, Russian nationals, chi- uh, uh, Kazakh nationals, Ukrainian nationals, Chinese nationals? How do you get three and a half million from a, chi- uh, a, a Russian oligarch first lady of Moscow and nobody cares If you're a Democrat, when all we heard from years was Trump-Russia collusion, the only collusion was Hillary's dirty Russian misinformation dossier that was used with funnel money through a law firm to an op-research firm to an MI6 guy named Christopher Steele who hated Donald Trump, who then used as his main source a guy that said none of it's true but was also known to our FBI as being a a Russian contact for over a decade, and they still went further with it. How did nobody get indicted in that so far? Uh, when you look at what is at stake, the, the the promises being made by Kamala Harris, the promises being made by Joe, a few times he's out there, the Bolshevik Bernie, Joe Biden manifesto, uh, getting rid of fracking, getting rid of fossil fuels. Higher taxes, guaranteed power grabs such as packing the court, uh, then amnesty, DC, Puerto Rico statehood, four Democratic extra senators to to in their minds give them a Democratic Senate in perpetuity. The fifteen million people that get amnesty, I guess they'll be told, "Well, we expect you to be loyal to the Democratic Party. We're giving you something of great value." All of this is happening in this two weeks from today. America will be deciding at the polls with over 30 million Americans already having voted. I mean, it's getting that crazy. We are up against institutional forces. We've never had this aligned against any one president. And that is the media mob, 99% of them. Then we have the Presidential Debate Commission. Now they're aligned against Donald Trump. Now we have the Democratic Party and all things Democratic radical socialists. They're against them. Then the rhino Republican establishment party. They're against all things Donald Trump. The only thing that can stop this and the push towards socialism and the new Green Deal and false promises and guaranteed poverty and weakness abroad is going to be you. You are the ultimate jury, and it's two weeks from today. Uh, somebody that's been in the forefront of, of getting a lot of the information that we otherwise wouldn't know about all the corruption of the deep state is uh, our friend Tom Fitton. He's the president of Judicial Watch. He's been doing this for three decades now. He has a brand-new book out, and uh, it's called The Republic Under Assault, The Left's Ongoing Attack on American Freedom. It's uh, out today in bookstores near you, Amazon.com, Hannity.com. But he goes into great details and chronicles uh, a lot of these institutional forces that I've been telling you are lining up against the president using every single dirty trick they have, and they're protecting a weak, frail, cognitively struggling candidate in Joe Biden. Tom Fitton, how are you, sir?
10: Hey, Sean, good to be with you again. Thanks for having me.
3: Thanks for being back. Let's talk a little bit about these forces because they're real. I mean, um, if you look at Fagler and the polls that that he's been putting out, okay, it's a close race. Everybody else has it, just like in 2016. Joe Biden's running away with it. Uh, Here you have big tech now, these social media companies with Section 230 liability protections. They're out there deciding what content Americans see and what they don't see. Um, Then you have the the media mob. Their toughest question for Joe is what kind of milkshake did you get, which they did ask over the weekend, the one day he ventured out of his basement bunker. We got a lot of forces against this president.
10: Yeah. And I think there are two categories of forces. You've got the socialists, obviously, who don't like his deregulatory agenda his tax cutting agenda, things like that. That's the type of thing that conservatives are used to battling here in D.C. But you've got this terrible corruption here in Washington, D.C., the swamp. That I don't even think the president fully understood when he came to office. And I, and, I, you know, it's one thing to know that Hillary Clinton was on the take. Now we know it looks like the vice president was on the take as well through uh, his cash machine that he was running out of the vice president's office. And they came in, this president, uh Asking tough questions about Hillary Clinton. They needed to freeze him from being able to do anything. And that's why they assaulted him with the Mueller operation, these Russiagate smears. And then he said, what was going on in Ukraine? And by by gosh, we knew there was corruption. But I'm sure, Sean, I mean, did you think that it was as bad as we're now learning? He was on to something. They were willing. And now we know why they were willing to blow up the Constitution, assault our republic, as the book says. It's because of the gargantuan corruption scandal around Joe Biden.
3: Well, I mean, it's the the amazing thing about the impeachment thing. And I I do think we need to get an answer as to when did Ray get a hold of this Hunter Biden hard drive, assuming he has it. And if he had it the whole time, that would be to me, you know, I already have my own reasons thinking he ought to go anyway, because he's not doing his job, which would be to clean up the world's premier law enforcement agency. So now we have this this whole controversy, you know, about him. But, you know, we had Joe on tape bragging, Tom. He was bragging how you got six hours. You're not getting a billion in loan guarantees of U.S. dollars unless you fire a prosecutor, Victor Shokin, who we know now was investigating zero experience. Hunter, you know, Joe Biden lied when he said Hunter didn't get three and a half million from the first lady of, of Moscow, this Russian oligarch. We also know he got a, uh, you know, a transfer, wire transfer from this Kazakhstan oligarch. We know Ukraine, along with Parisma, there's a fortune Chinese nationals, the 1.5 billion dollar deal with the Bank of China. Imagine the last name here is not Biden but Trump. I think these forces would be dead set against and be covering this night and day, day and night, and calling for impeachment and everything in between. That's how corrupt they are.
10: That's right. And, and President Trump came into office uh, where, and he made sure that uh, foreigners wouldn't be able to uh, dissuade him or his family by restricting business deals abroad. What did Joe Biden do? His son was flying all over the world. We have documents showing 400 trips domestically and international. He flew to 29, he flew to 29 different countries before he gave up, evidently, his Secret Service protection. Then we don't know what he did. I mean, just compare and contrast. And, you know, as head of Judicial Watch, I'm not telling you to vote for or against anyone. But I am not going to stop talking about the corruption of a political figure simply because they're running for office. That's what Hillary Clinton wanted us to do. That's what Joe Biden wanted us to do. And in my view, putting on the political analyst hat, uh, Sean, this is like 2016 again. Remember, we came up with those documents about pay to play in the State Department scandals with Hillary Clinton in August. She was off the campaign trail for a month. I don't understand. I, I do understand. Uh, but we have these major corruption issues breaking and Joe Biden is nowhere to be seen. It's, uh, I, if I were a Democrat, I'd be very nervous. If I were if, if I were an honest Democrat, I'd be uh, thinking. Of well, why the would a Democrat be if nervous? For-
3: Joe hiding apparently is working if you believe the polls. Well,
10: I don't necessarily believe the polls, and when you see the Washington Post talk about the Democrats uh, thinking it's 2016 um, all over again, it's a suggestion that they may be thinking that uh, they may think that this corruption once again is coming back to bite them.
3: Well, I mean, it's so deep the corruption and the amount of money. I mean, uh, you know, it's every single contact Joe had, Hunter was there and taking full advantage of and now the emails which by the way the emails have now been independently corroborated by fox news and elsewhere uh besides the new york post but look at the report of charles grassley and ron johnson start there they they mention the nationals chinese nationals russian nationals ukrainian nationals kazakh nationals mark uh meadows mentioned last night that romania may now soon be part of the equation and that there's a lot more in terms of details coming out. Have you heard any of the specific details that we might be hearing about?
10: I haven't. And I think one of the key uh, aspects of the scandal that needs to be answered by Joe Biden uh, sooner rather than later is that uh, the the strong suggesting in the emails by Hunter that uh, this money was meant in part for Joe Biden. Did he get money from Hunter Biden? When did he get the money? How much was it? Did other family members like his younger mother, brother also spend money on Joe Biden? That's what the emails suggest. that uh, Hunter was complaining about having to uh, raise money for the family. It's even in the Washington Post, Ignatius, David Ignatius, the liberal uh, op-ed writer for the Washington Post, he has Hunter Biden being quoted as saying he has to, has to raise money for the family. No one else in the family has money. Who else is in the family but Joe Biden? Is he the big guy? We need an answer to that. Tootsweet.
3: Well, we need an answer to the big guy question because apparently money was put in holding uh, into Hunter's account for the big guy. Who else would be the big guy in his life? Now, his two other... Partners, one Devin Archer is awaiting sentencing and this other guy, Cooney, who is Peter Schweitzer has been all over, is is in jail himself. Nobody seems to be willing to go over the trial transcripts except for Peter Schweitzer, which has Hunter's name all over it. Uh, but the bottom line here is that massive amount uh, amounts of money were made off the Biden name and Joe just pled complete ignorance. And now there seems to be evidence uh, showing that, in fact, he knew the whole time.
10: Yeah, I mean that—that's. Uh, well, you know what's interesting, uh, Sean. This came up in the impeachment hearings. Anyone who was paying attention, you would have seen that the Obama State Department, the Obama White House, was very much aware of the Biden Ukraine issue. He was briefed on it. There were concerns raised internally. So the idea he didn't know about it is baloney. And of course, Hunter immediately contradicted. Joe's uh, comments that he didn't know about it because Hunter said he talked about it with him and and Joe said, I hope you know what you're doing.
3: Good point. Uh, Congrats on the new book. He's been a friend of the show for a long time, our friend Tom Fitton, Republicans Under Assault, The Left's Ongoing Attack on American Freedom out today, bookstores everywhere, Hannity.com, Amazon.com. And all of those Freedom of Information Act requests uh, have shed a lot of light on information we otherwise wouldn't know, and we hope you uh, continue your good work. Thanks for being with us. All right. Live free or die, America. The world is on the brink, and it's only eight days, and you are the ultimate jury. Our two, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of this extravaganza... um. If you listen to the media mob, you probably won't even barely recognize uh, the name of Tony Bobolinsky. This is the guy that actually held the press conference before the debate the other night. Former Biden, Hunter Biden associate, who actually says Joe Biden is lying through his teeth about his involvement in his son's overseas business dealings. He made all of this public in this press conference on Thursday uh, the media mob running full cover for all things radical, democratic, socialist, all things the weak, frail, forgetful um, and lying and corrupt Joe Biden is saying and doing. Uh, now, Bob Alinsky has spent a lot of time, apparently, not only before the Senate Homeland Security and governmental affairs committees, uh, but also with the FBI uh, spending many, many hours, I am told, with them as as well. Um, if, if you had a Senate report that concluded, now we already have Joe Biden on tape. You're not getting a billion dollars unless you fire a prosecutor investigating my zero experience son Hunter being paid millions. Does Hunter have any experience in Ukraine? No. Oil? No. Gas? No. Energy? No. Why would you pay him millions? Because his father's the vice president, probably even said that in Good Morning America. Three and a half million dollars from a Russian oligarch, the first lady of Moscow. How come there are wire transfers with a, a Kazakhstan uh, oligarch uh, to Hunter Biden's firm? How come Devin Archer has now been criminally convicted awaiting his sentencing? And what about this uh, other guy, uh, Bevan Cooney? He's now in jail, another Hunter Biden associate. Now you've got, th- you know, three plus years of electronic data text messages emails etc from bob Olinsky, and he's saying in fact joe biden lied through his teeth and you and i all both know everybody here not just you and i everybody in this audience knows you all know i know that if the last name was hunter trump there'd be a very different um, media coverage about all this the mob the media big tech The Democratic establishment, weak Republicans, the Rhino establishments are all against Donald Trump, all things Trump. The only thing that's going to stop them is you in eight days. You're the ultimate jury. Listen, for example, how the mob, the media just runs full interference about this and and also, you know, echoes the phony talking points. By the way, they just dismiss evidence right out of hand. The whole impeachment scandal was a quid pro quo. And you got Joe, you're not getting one billion taxpayer dollars, you got six hours, unless you fire a prosecutor. They ignored it. They ignored that. That's how sick this is, listen.
4: I just want to deal in fact, because there is so much speculation out there and there is zero evidence that Hunter Biden or Joe Biden did anything wrong here. We
2: should note, again, and you, you and I have said this in the air many times, there is no evidence that Joe Biden was, you know, involved in any wrongdoing. Of
4: course, I want to note that there is no evidence that Joe Biden or Hunter Biden has done anything wrong. I just want to reiterate
2: and let's be clear
1: for the viewers. There
4: is no evidence Biden did anything wrong. I'll note again because it's important.
1: There is no, I repeat, no. There is no evidence that either Biden did anything illegal.
0: There's been no evidence. There was no evidence. There's
2: no evidence. There is no evidence. There is not an iota of evidence. No No evidence evidence. Biden Biden did did anything wrong. wrong. There's really no evidence that Joe
0: Biden did anything wrong.
2: Nobody's ever accused uh, that I mean, there's no evidence whatsoever that joe biden did biden anything wrong got that part of a russian uh, disinformation uh, effort
0: described by many intelligence experts as having hallmarks all the hallmarks hallmarks
2: rather all the hallmarks of a russian or russian russian disinformation.
0: russian
8: disinformation
2: russian disinformation
3: disinformation campaign this is a classic example of the right-wing media machine it's unbelievable now the question is: remember tony Bobolinsky, uh hunter's partner with all of the evidence now saying that the big guy that Hunter Biden was going to hold 10 percent of the, the earnings with was Joe Biden. that He spoke to Joe Biden himself. Is Joe the big guy? Anyway, Kimberly Strassel had a great article called The Biden Family Legacy. She's she's probably done the most comprehensive and deepest dive on this. And by the way, the DNI, FBI, DOJ have all said this is not part of a Russian uh, disinformation campaign. Uh, Kimberly joins us now. Uh, how are you? John, how are you? There are not many of us, Kimberly Strassel, that actually care about the truth. And it's just spectacular to me the level by which, you know, the mob and the media will lie and protect all things Democratic, Socialist and Joe Biden.
8: Well, it was fascinating just listening to that compilation you put forward, because if you'd have done one a week ago, Sean, it would have been what you just said. This is Russian disinformation, Russian disinformation, Russian disinformation. Then when we go out and we prove that it's not Russian disinformation, they just seamlessly transfer to the new talking point is, yeah, well, there's no proof that anyone actually did anything illegal or wrong. And I find that really interesting because to listen to the press these days, you would think that the only standard of behavior for politicians is whether or not they have committed a felony, okay? And that's certainly not the level that they hold whenever they come to talk about a conservative or Republican politician.
3: So now their questions are all Joe does is dismiss it. Let let me go back to what I started with. The fact that we had an impeachment of a president over what we had – a non whistleblower hearsay whistleblower we had non witnesses opinion witnesses and hearsay witnesses we had one fact witness that fact witness said president trump said he wants nothing and he didn't want a quid pro quo uh but yet joe biden is on tape saying you i'm leaving in six hours you're not getting a billion taxpayer dollars unless you fire a ukrainian prosecutor we find out is investigating his name is victor shokin A zero-experience hunter who goes on Good Morning America and admits he has no experience oil, gas, energy, or Ukraine. Now, you would think if there there has to be some level of intellectual honesty, curiosity, integrity in the media that they'd report that, uh, especially in light of all that they were arguing about Donald Trump's phone call with President Zelensky.
8: Well, and by the way, they actually did last summer. Back when they were starting the primary and the media press corps was not in the tank for Joe Biden and they would have preferred to have seen a progressive candidate win, you had a whole raft of stories about Biden, Inc., and about all the problems Hunter had caused Joe Biden uh, back when he was vice president and dealing with Ukraine, talking about some of his issues with China. But I think that this is why, I mean, and then they changed their mind, but this is why what has come out in the past couple of months between that Senate report from Ron Johnson and Chuck Grassley, and now from Mr. Bob Alinsky, his word, and the emails that he has provided, the laptop that made it to the New York Post, What they're all showing is that this is not a one-off by Hunter. This is how he does business. And I'll tell you, Sean, as someone who had to read through, I read through every one of those emails and text messages that Bob Alinsky sent. This is a guy who's desperate. He actually says so in there. He says, I got got divorced. I've got money problems. I need to get paid more. I need my money now. I can't wait for it to the end of the year. And and also incredibly clear, this was the business proposition to sell the Biden name. He wasn't bringing anything to this deal other than that. He actually brags about it throughout this, saying, you know, they don't want you. They want me. They want the Bidens. That's why this is happening. And, you know, so that brings up some big questions. And and do they raise go to felony level? Even even if they go to influence peddling, what does that mean? It means the Chinese, in this case, were buying access to Hunter Biden and obviously hoping through that getting access to politicians, perhaps getting protection. That's what influence peddling means, and that is disturbing.
3: The biggest, uh, you know, we have what I'm calling institutional forces now. In eight days, they, they've been so aligned against all things Donald Trump, and we've seen nothing of, of this but the day that President Trump And First Lady Melania Trump came down the escalator and announced that he was running at Trump Tower. But, I mean, big tech companies now are deciding what content we can and cannot read, but they still have Section 230 uh, liability protections. Then you've got the media mob. It's it's every other cable news network but, but Fox. And by the way, Fox is not all conservative by any stretch. And then you've got fake news, CNN. Then you've got the New York Times and the Washington Post and most papers in this country, not yours. And then you add to that, you know, so you got the media mob, you got big tech mob, you got the Democratic Party establishment. So many rhino Republicans. They claim they were conservative. They're not conservative. How could you support Joe Biden, the socialist, if you're a conservative? A lot of forces against this man.
8: No, it's pretty much everybody against this, man. And, you know, and it, it, there are some that we could also add in there. You know, the entire educational establishment, and particularly higher education and the messages that are coming out from that. Um, you know, and I think that this is something that you we're talking about elections that people need to to bear in mind because it's not just now that the Democratic Party has captured the press, which is clear. Um, you know, but pretty much every institution, uh, the administrative state. Okay, let's talk about that. Hollywood, uh, universities, nonprofits. Uh, Silicon Valley, as you mentioned. Um, and uh, this is going to be one of the questions because one of the few checks you can still have on that, obviously, are the elected representatives that we put into office. Um, and, and that's really what's on the ballot to some extent in, uh, on the House and the Senate and the White House uh, a week from now.
3: The one thing that Biden doesn't have is the support of people. Um, I mean, him and bon-, bon Jovi, I think they did a, a, an event in front of seven people and 12 pumpkins. And Bon Jovi was singing before the 12 pumpkins and the seven people. Poor Bon Jovi, because he's the one that, you know, would actually draw a real crowd. So my question is, you know, how do you see this playing out? Because in many ways, this is this election. These are uncharted waters. We have more. Um, votes that have taken place before the election ever in history. looks like we're on track to have the biggest turnout we've had in, I don't know, how many decades even? Your thoughts?
8: Well, it's it's really hard, because on the one hand, none of this makes sense to me, Sean. You look at those polls, so many of those polls, we had a new raft of them out today, one set showing, you know, Joe Biden up seven, eight, nine points in Michigan, Pennsylvania. You know, then you look at the, you dig down into those numbers, and they're assuming 37% turnout for Democrats, thirty percent for Republicans. How does that factor in with these rallies you're seeing across the United States? How does it factor in with other polling data that shows the president doing so much better with minority voters, uh, Latinos and African Americans? How does it factor in with these states like Florida and Pennsylvania where Republicans uh, signed up so many more new voters over the past By the
3: way, years. Insider Advantage has Trump up by three in pennsylvania today all, all right so how does this play out we're now eight days away early voting now in many states 60 million votes we believe now have been cast and uh again i i, I, I just everyone's guessing i have all the anecdotal evidence i i can use to make any argument to be honest kim
8: yeah i'm in the exact same place sean i, I don't think we we can know okay because this is an unprecedented election. Um, We we don't understand how many people are voting now, uh, how many of the people who are voting now are new voters. We don't know if this huge early voting means that there won't be as many people voting on election day. If we are having unprecedented turnout, Who's the enthusiasm for? Which side? And, and, and we don't know about the, the turnout models and the, the ground game. You know, I mean, again, we have a lot of anecdotal evidence. Uh, we have a lot of polls. I have no idea how they mesh up. But one thing that just doesn't make sense is the dichotomy between – All of these statistics you see about voter registration, like I said, about improved performance amid uh, uh, minority groups. And then some of these polls coming out that are showing double-digit differences between Biden and Trump in battleground states.
3: It looks like Democrats have put all their eggs in the COVID fear basket. Do you see the same thing?
8: Oh, absolutely. And I can promise you, if you turn on most channels, From now until Tuesday, and I think this was cooked into the book a long time ago, no matter whether or not you'd have seen some of these case counts going up or not, there is not going to be a single other story on any headline news thing until then, uh, because it's Joe Biden's favorite argument.
3: All right, Kimberly Strassel, thank you, as always. And by the way, author of "Resistance at All Costs": How Trump haters are breaking America. Thank you, uh, Kimberly Strassel. All right, twenty-five till the top of the hour. Toll free our number is 941 Sean, you want to be a part of this extravaganza in a second on this Veterans Day? We're going to talk to our good friend Colonel Oliver North. He's got a terrific new book out, by the way. Uh, "Veterans Lament" is—is is this the America our heroes fought for? How profound considering the times we live in, right? Um, and on so many different levels. You know, you just think for a minute. You think, and I, have, I, days like today, I'll think of my dad, who served four years in the Pacific, World War II, told me about it. He didn't even want to talk about it, to be honest. I'd push and push and push, and he'd show me his Navy knife, and, you know, it, it was. It went in, what, 18, 19 years old, four years in the Pacific. So many brave men and women... We don't have to get up every day and worry about so much because we take it all for granted. But so many people went, fought, bled, died, risked their lives, come back with the most severe injuries for us. And it's like I feel at times we don't give them the credit, the acknowledgement. Um, I know we're busy and we're always every one of us is gulping water in our own way, whatever we happen to do, kids off to school and etc. But it's. I don't want us to be a nation that forgets the cost of freedom. Have you forgotten?
6: I hear people say we don't need this war. But I say there's some things worth fighting for what about our freedom and this piece of ground we didn't get to keep them by backing down they say we don't realize the mess we're getting in before you start your preaching let me ask you this my friend How it felt that day To see your homeland under fire And her people blown away Have you forgotten When those towers fell We had neighbors still inside Going through a living hell And you say we shouldn't worry about Bin Laden Have you forgotten Took all the footage Off my TV Said it's too disturbing For you and me It'll just breed anger That's what the experts say If it was up to me I'd show it every day Some say this country Is just out looking for a fight After 9-11, man, I'd have to say that's right. have you forgotten have you forgotten
3: i hope we never forget colonel oliver North's brand new book out think about the title of this book veterans lament is this the america our heroes fought for colonel good to good to hear from you my friend how are you You know, I was just thinking to
7: myself, over all the years you and I have done things together, we've done Veterans Day probably more than any other holiday, and it's great to be with you again. As you were talking about your dad, my dad on this day in 1944 was in the Battle for Metz, which was a big fortification right on the French and German border. Nineteen days and nights, these guys were under incredible pressure. In the aftermath... My dad was, and we did not even realize this until he passed. My dad was awarded a Silver Star. He's the first hero I ever knew. And when he came back, you said the same thing. Your dad never talked about it. My dad didn't either. And every once in a while, we'd see him at the beach or somewhere, and he'd take off his shirt, and you could see the scars. His dad, how'd that happen? He said, well, I'll tell you about it someday, but he never did. And so when you're playing that song, I'm thinking back to those kinds of memories, and the kinds of moments we've shared, and I appreciate you mentioning the book. By the way, I'm now at the National Center for Healthy Veterans in in Virginia. and and Alta Vista Virginia is a, a just an absolutely beautiful place. It's right on the river, and it's being converted. It's a farm down here. It's being converted into uh, Valor Farm, which is part of the National Center for Healthy Veterans. General Bob Dees heads it up. He's standing right here listening to at least my end of the conversation. And I just wanted to put in a plug for him, go to healthyveterans.org and see what they're doing. How are you doing?
3: Uh, well, I miss my friend. We haven't t- talked in a while, uh, and I know you're doing well. You know, but you, there's a lot you're bringing up here about, you know, is this what our American heroes fought for? You know, look at the battle over standing for the anthem or the flag, the yes. flag or the Pledge of, the, of Allegiance or, you know, those that want to revise or falsify even American history and, and not look at any American greatness, how we have advanced the human condition more than any other country and abused power less and, and given more for the cause of freedom anywhere. Um, it's well, sad. We, it, we, we just don't even teach our kids any of that.
7: Well, I'll, I'll tell you, when we sat down to start this push and David Ketch is a dear, dear friend. He's a Marine. He has a bachelor's degree four or five master's degrees and a Ph.D. He teaches and he lectures all over the country on leadership. And I, I feel like a piker beside him because he's such an eloquent writer, far better than I am, far better than you are, because you and I have been together working on some books as sure. well. And the okay. reality of it is this book, and it, it, we sent out a survey to over 500 veterans, and we asked them questions about things that really matter. And if, and if you look at what you just said, that's exactly what they're concerned about. I mean, the, the, the idea of a growing acceptance of socialism, the fact that our Bill of Rights, particularly the Second Amendment, are going to be – I'm calling you from Virginia. What am, I, what am I saying? In Virginia, you know, we've got a governor who is a baby-killing, gun-grabbing race-baiter, okay, who is now talking about what measures we need to do. For example, as you know, when I, when I have a grandson right, – and now it's a granddaughter as well – the grandchildren, 14, 18 of them, when they turn 14, I give them a box. It's the only present I'm allowed to give that Betsy doesn't participate in. Not yeah. Because she doesn't want it. She's, this ought to be yours. And on the box it says, if you learn to use everything in this box, you'll never be hungry, you'll never be lost, and you need fear of nothing. They open the box, and the first thing they find is a Holy Bible. And, I, and they want to start, And the next thing is a map and a compass. And the last thing, of course, on the bottom is a 20-gauge shotgun, a Remington 7, eight, seven. <laughs> and So the first thing they want to use is, I said, no, no, wait a minute. It just happens seven months a year. There are 31 days. And by the way, there are 31 Proverbs. So you do one a day, and at the end of a month, come on back and... We'll do a test on whether you whether you understood what's was in private. Then I'll show you how to use the map and compass. And then I'll show you how to take apart the shotgun, put it back together, blindfold it, and then I'll take you out and show you how to shoot
3: it. Or it's like when well, my government... parents taught me how to shoot, they took me and I go to this place and I learn all about gun safety and, yeah. you know, you're pointing yeah. the, the gun downrange. He goes, do you think you remembered everything? I'm like 10 or 11. I said, absolutely. <laughs> he goes, okay, if you come back next week and you can tell me everything you learned today, I'll let you shoot. I'm like, there you go. what? <laughs> that's, that's the worst.
7: Well, um, I, and, and what our what governor wants me to do now is to get a background check before I give that Model 870 20-gauge shotgun to my grandson. Can you, can you imagine what the background check on a 14-year-old will show?
3: I, I, mean, I have no idea. It's, it's ludicrous. Depends what the deep state the put there. Thing that's in this book. That's
7: why it's in this book. That, the, the, the problems we've got in this country— is the, is the lack of a moral foundation anymore? And I, I deeply believe, and I know you do too, that goes back to 1973 when we decided the government of the United States was going to pay for Kelby babies. I mean, it's well, you're it's talking about Governor
3: Northam, and this is the guy that said, "Well, first we'll deliver the baby and make sure the baby's comfortable, and then we'll oh, yeah. and the mother gets to decide." I'm like, "Okay, that's called infanticide," and you know, yep. it's just so radical, you can't even believe it. Do you think, you see, I think, look, look at this election, for example, 71 plus million Americans voting for the president. You yeah. I'm looking at this yeah. and and you see the chaos that was sown by just, you know, random ballots sent here, there and everywhere, requested or not requested. No vital, no consistent voter ID laws. Then, you know, observers that by law are supposed to observe are not allowed to observe. And everybody is so you know, shocked that this could happen in this country. Your thoughts?
7: Well, does anybody remember back to the year 2000? I do. It was the Gore versus George W. Bush. I know you and I do, but I'm hoping most of your listeners do as well, because they're they're at least informed. But there are apparently a whole lot of people who don't realize that that election wasn't decided until the 13th of December 2000. And and the, the process is all laid out in Article 1, Section 2 of the Constitution, which says state legislatures are supposed to decide the process for voting in your state. And it lays it out very clearly. And the, and the timing for those votes. Well, guess what? In Pennsylvania, a judge overruled the state legislature. I, I don't even know if he knew that the state legislature said you've got to have all the ballots in by such and such a time. And, and violates the Constitution of the United States. And nobody wants to challenge that. I mean, there are those of us, you and me, and a handful of others that say that's got to be challenged. It's an unconstitutional election if you if you count those ballots. And that's why I love it when the president comes out and says, we need to count every legal ballot. And my, my, my supposition, Sean, is that if they count nothing but every legal ballot, he will continue to be the president of the United States. Now, is that going to happen? I don't know. I don't have the gift of prophecy.
3: Is this the America our heroes fought for? Talk about just so people know and understand who you are, because when you went to this whole little Iran-Contra thing, which I was riveted to, which actually inspired me in part to do what I'm doing now, um, I watched every second of it. And you had gone to Iran and you had a suicide pill in your pocket. You already had I don't know how many Purple Hearts um, and served your country in, in combat. And, well, and then your country kind of turned on you a little bit, I felt, like they've turned on Michael Flynn, and I, unfairly, I believe. Thoughts? Well,
7: the, the people of America didn't turn against me. The Congress. No, the
3: people came in <laughs> like bulldozers and were supporting yeah. you. Yeah.
7: So what am I? I'm the husband of one, the father of four, and the grandfather of 18. And that's my mission in life. That's why, that's why David and I sat and wrote this book. It's, it's what I want our kids, our grandkids to have as the same kind of opportunities that we had growing up. I, I want the sanctity of life respected. I want the Bill of Rights, all of it, respected. You know, I over a 100 times in my career in the Marine Corps, I raised my right hand and took an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. And it was, in fact, if you look at what we posted on my podcast today, it's right there. Go to OliverNorth.com and click on that. It'll show you today's podcast up on YouTube, and and over a hundred times I, I did that with young guys who were enlisting, be, being promoted, the rest of it, and that oath ends with the words "So help me God." I, I'm I'm astounded that, that the new crowd coming in is going to take that out of there.
3: I'm astounded. I well, did twice that the new crowd at the uh, Democratic convention doing the pledge, but listen, I want exactly. to remind people it's up on Amazon.com and Hannity.com. It's Veterans Lament. Is this the America our heroes fought for? A phenomenal book. Um, And you know what? It raises a lot of significant questions because I'll tell you, America, so many have sacrificed, bled, died, given their life, you know, um, and and the sacrifices, it runs deep. So we can have better lives and freer lives today. Uh, Colonel North, appreciate you. Safe home. You're a Got great you. American. Love the book. It's on Hannity.com, Amazon.com, bookstores everywhere. Thank you, sir.
7: Semper Fi. happy birthday. Happy, happy Marine Corps birthday yesterday and a happy Veterans Day today. I love you, my friend.
3: simplify right, Fi.
0: Fi. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.